tell me how to do my job. Well, you're not doing it well. I don't tell you how to do your job. Don't yes, tell me do. how to do my job. You do tell me how to do my job. Well, that's because you don't do On your the job frequently. Right. <laughs> All right. That was rude, by the way. BT dubs. BT dubs. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Stop Miming Me, Holly Nicole Villanueva. Hello. What's up, babes? Why are you so hostile tonight? Because uh, I'm excited to do the podcast, and we're super late. Not my fault, like, guys. super late. I tried to do one on Monday night. I tried to do one on Tuesday night. And you were like, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. But I'm also not working-ish this week. I'm working from home. So I don't have to deal with the monotony of work like you do. Which is not working. It is working. I'm going to get a certificate for going to training. I uh, I want to do the podcast. It's just, It's like I've lost momentum. Yeah. And I can't. It's hard to regain that momentum. Maybe it's the end of the year or... I think the, we just need to get guests back. Well, get, yes, we do need guests. But, like, even with that, like, uh, I haven't reached out to anybody. And, like, I had so many people lined up. Well, not lined up, but they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. We just got to schedule it. It's like, okay. And I just haven't reached back out. I haven't scheduled anything. And I don't know if it's just, like, the end of the year. It's getting cold. Or work is just like got too much of my mind occupied for me to like put as much effort and thought into the podcast. I don't know. I've just like lost all momentum and I'm it's killing me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I need to regain that momentum. But because like, uh, like the beginning of the year was a little bit slow and then we started getting into spring. We started 75 hard. And, like, we were getting after it. I felt like we were doing a lot of things. Found out I got promoted. All, like, all that stuff. And it was just, like, one good thing after another. Like, a few bad things. And then we got momentum. Good thing after another. And then it's, like, getting into winter. It was, yeah. it's, like, slowing back down. And it's just a we struggle just, bus. We have a lot going on just in life in general. And that's really just an excuse. But... Like, at the end of the day, when it's finally quiet, we can have the kids um, occupied so they won't be here when we're doing the podcast. Well, obviously, they're here, but not in the same room with us while we're doing the podcast. Um, By the time that we get to that point, like, dinner served, we've cleaned up the house, we're ready for the next day. It's like, we just want to relax, too. It's like another thing on the list, but we're still going to do it. Yeah. Just need to be, uh, yeah, I need to get back to being consistent with things, like... Although we're late with the podcast, we're still consistent with putting one out weekly. Weekly, yeah. So that hasn't changed. Um, and it was pretty cool. Like, it was a little motivating, although I didn't act on it. Um, because, so like, Anchor, it like does its stat, or your podcast stats for you for the most part. And it kind of gives you a review of the year. Since we're coming up at the end of the year. And it gives you like all these highlights. Like, hey, this is uh, how many more countries added to uh to your list on who listened to you like this is a time of night that people most or this is a time of day that most people listen to you and like this is how much your podcast podcast grew in this year and the number was 14 percent uh that our podcast grew and yeah like i mean that's good if anything it's progress right i'm sure some other people's numbers are like crazy out of control but an increase is an increase uh, so I was like, oh man, this is, that's awesome. But I was just like, ah, oh, I still let it fall to the side. And I don't know. I'm blaming it on work. Work is just, cause it's so brand new to me and a lot more responsibility that I'm not used to it yet. I'm not good or efficient at it yet. It just, I need to get to the point where I can do it, uh, like anything else. Yeah. And I think once I get to that point, uh, I think you're in a position now, though, where you're just going to have to, like, thrive in uncomfortableness, and that's a struggle for you. It's going to be a struggle for you. No, that's not it. Uh, well, yes, I do need to thrive in uncomfortableness. Um, but, like, I look back at being an MTI. That was, like, one of the most difficult things I had done, like, career-wise. 
and job wise because it's aside from like the physical aspect like marching and and um uh drill and like setting up your wall locker making a bed other than that shit like everything else was difficult Mm -hmm. like building my command voice um time management uh leading a group of people and then having to deal with other instructors and then pretty much like being confrontational on a 24-hour basis it was like all that stuff was uncomfortable for me but Mm -hmm. after i want to say like a year it was like i just settled in and it was almost like cruise control like i could do it like i could go to work and it was no big deal like the anxiety wasn't as high as like when i was learning how to do that and that's kind of how i feel now with the position that i'm in it's like it's like anxiety ridden because everything so everything that pops up is just like oh shit how to deal with this it's like oh crap what i need to go to to complete this or who do i go to for for this and that and like I'm still learning all those things and whereas opposed like maybe a year down the road maybe longer who knows like okay I've been in this situation I know exactly what to do I know who to reach out to I know what to look for I know what AFIs what documents to pull I know what to fill out um, or I know how to approach a certain situation like there's still going to be new situations but for the most part I guess it's just experience Mm. and and right now it's like it's taking all my brain power to try to navigate through that whole experience and all those situations and all the people and all the reading and it just everything mm-hmm. like emails oh my gosh oh no, like your email gives me anxiety emails are just i have never had so many emails come through my inbox and maybe I'm just going to throw out a random number, but this is what it feels like. Maybe like 25% of them pertain to me specifically, right? Yeah. But a lot of it's just having knowledge of things. Like yes. you you don't need to like the email isn't specific to you, but you need to have knowledge of things that are happening or a situation that is occurring so that if it gets brought up like, hey, you know, I heard through the rumor mill that we're releasing all the students early on this day you can be like it's in talks you know like nothing yeah. solidified yet but i mean you have to be able to at least have like a top line so when it gets brought up you're not like caught off guard yeah yeah you need to be aware of those things yeah yeah and it makes sense but it's just so many emails <laughs> it's it's ridiculous yeah. but yeah so that's and that's what i'm blaming on like just uh what feels like a a downhill ride right now and then that's why i feel like we've been getting so behind on the podcast and putting them out late as opposed to like always having them out sunday night or at least monday morning or whatever and then having guests uh like maybe we'd have two or three guests in a row and then uh is that the girl's phone's going off um having guests and then doing a couple ourselves and then having more guests and then a couple ourselves but it's hard But we're we're getting there. We're still being consistent and putting one out. So yes, that's bear, what's important. Bear with us. Although we still put out some some good shit. And if you don't like it, then fuck y'all. <laughs> that's not what he said. Yeah, I love y'all. That's not what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. That was my little rant for. Uh, feel sorry for me. All right. What are we talking about this week? That. Being angry. About feeling sorry. I don't want to be angry. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm overwhelmed. You're good. You got uh, this. No, I, when I was thinking of stuff that we were going to talk about, all I could think about was Yellowstone. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk Ooh, about Yellowstone. Spoiler alert. Stop oh, listening man. if you haven't watched Yellowstone. No, so I, I guess we don't have to do any spoilers, but. Oh, no. Like, Just don't listen if you haven't watched Yellowstone. Yeah, Because yeah, inevitably listen. we're going to say something that's going to. We're we're like all caught up to, it's a season four and like episode six now or something eight. like that. It'll be episode eight this week. Episode eight. So like we're all caught up. We're just, we're waiting anxiously for the next episode. So this is the first season that we've watched week to week. So when we started watching it, all three seasons were out. So we just like binged it. Yeah. And then. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and then now season four finally came out and we are having to wait week to week and I hate it, especially because we have Amazon Prime. We watch it on Amazon Prime. 
Um, so we can't watch it until Monday. So you know it's out there and people can watch it, but you can't watch it until the next day. And a lot of people I work with watch it, so they'll be at work, and I'm like, shut up, I'm not watching it until tonight. <laughs> um, so we have a pact in our office, because there's a couple of us who watch it on Amazon. We're like, we don't talk Yellowstone until Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, I, I don't talk Yellowstone at all. You know, I'm going back to my rant. You know, that this is how I know, like, I'm in a slump right now also because I'm like watching a lot more TV than I usually do and playing a lot more video games than I usually do. Yeah. Uh yeah, but anyways, love Yellowstone. If you don't know what Yellowstone is, shame on you. So I said this when uh when we first watched it. Shame on you. You didn't know what it was until last few months ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, now I do. Shame so. on me. Fool me once. I mean, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, we, we started watching Yellowstone. And after like two or three episodes in, I was like, this is Sons of Anarchy, but in the country. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Like, if you've never seen Sons of Anarchy, it's about a biker club and they do, they do all this shady shit. And then same thing with Yellowstone. It's like about cowboys and a successful rancher, but they do all this shady shit and they hide it they disguise it as I'm protecting my land type deal. Uh, And then they got some beef uh, with Native Americans that live close to them who they're trying to take each other's land and whatever, right? Don't get me wrong. I love Yellowstone, but this, like, that's how it looks to me. They come to find out uh, the creator, his name, Taylor Sheridan, Mm -hmm. he worked on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think he, when you he, told me that. He has like a history of, of cowboying and growing up on ranch or something like that. I, I don't know exactly, but. He's uh, in the show. Like, he's one of the people in Yellowstone, but he doesn't become like a prominent character until this season. Yeah, he's too busy directing and all that. But uh, his character, his the, the one he plays is actually pretty good. Like, I wish yeah. there was more of him because uh, he's just like an asshole and, and quick-witted and or witty. So, it's pretty awesome. <coughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I saw this um, TikTok today because, you know, I can go down TikTok rabbit holes for hours. But I saw this TikTok today that was like, who is some, who is a character on a show that you just hate for absolutely no reason? Jamie. No, his wife. Not Jamie. Not Jamie. Casey's wife. Oh, Casey's wife. And I feel the same way. Like every time she's there, I just like get annoyed and she's not doing anything. Because she's useless and she has a stupid face. <laughs> and it's like, <clears throat> you can never please her. Everything you do is not like good enough. Wrong. Or, yeah, yeah. not good enough. Um, like, bitch, you you live on a thousand acre ranch in this beautiful home. Thousand acres? It's like Millions, tens of thousands yeah. of acres. Well, just their, like, the yard, their the yard is a thousand acres. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, as I was watching the TikTok, I was like, Man, she is really annoying. Like she's annoying as a character, she's annoying as a person. Well, and she's a horrible actress. <laughs> that's what I was say. That because she just looks so stupid and she's a terrible actor. Like she doesn't know how to convey emotion. I'm talking like I know how to act or I know what good acting looks like, but I mean you just notice like whenever she's on screen, it's just like, uh, oh, come on. Let's. I think it plays into it because Casey's like a really strong actor in the show. He is not a strong actor either. He's not a good actor, but he's a strong actor in the show. Yeah. Like, his role has a strong lead. So, you would think, like, his spouse would be, like, equal. But she just, like, she tries to be a badass, and instead she's just annoying. I think Casey, so his name's Luke Grimes. And if he ever comes across this, got nothing but love for you, man. But I feel like Casey, his character Casey just like happened to be like um we're losing somebody from the show we couldn't retain them we couldn't pay them enough money or whatever so we're just gonna keep keep you in and we'll build your character and we'll make you good and he just kind of like landed the role yeah so i like when i first started watching yellowstone i dived into like kind of the character lines of all the people on the show and i typically just don't care enough about a show to do this like I don't think I've ever done it for any other show. I do it for all the shows. Uh, well, I know you do, but it's like not a thing for me. 
And with his, it's supposed to be like he's freshly back from war. He's like suffering PTSD. And so his character's supposed to be developing. Like he's supposed to be maturing into who he is because he went into the military. He was a Navy SEAL um, like right out of high school. And so he doesn't know anything except like growing up on the ranch and then leaving, going to the military and then coming back to like this shit show that he kind of knew was happening but didn't know the ins and out of until afterwards when he's like dealing with PTSD, trying to keep his family from falling apart, raising his kid. And in, I don't remember which season it was, but like a lot of shady shit happens to his family and it like triggers PTSD with his son and like all this stuff. And so it's just like, they're trying to build his character, but it's almost like the writer forgets the shit that they've done with him in the past. It's like, we forgot that happened. So now we got to like, we did this, and now we have to remember that that happened. Because <laughs> he can't uh, – yeah, because I, I don't know if it's a writer. I think, like, it's just his acting. Like, he doesn't come across as somebody, like, oh, that had P- PTSD. So this is what I was talking about. Like, if you haven't watched Yellowstone, stop listening because we're going to have to get into things naturally from talking about the show. So, again, I'm about to talk about shit that happens in the show. So if you haven't watched it, like, tune out. Um, but – one thing is like in this season he is he's continually helping the like tribal counselors and stuff you know like with all the stuff that's happening they had like some horses stolen whatever so he's trying to help the tribal council and he he's like moving back onto the reservation with his wife all these things but it's almost like the the storyline producer the person who's like producing this whole storyline totally forgot that he killed her brother and everybody on the reservation hates him. So like that is way in the background. And obviously I remember like everything that happened because I have like, (laughs) I hate sometimes that my memory remembers the shit it remembers, but it's like everybody on the reservation hates him. He literally killed his wife's brother and now he's moving back onto the reservation and everybody's friends again. Like when did y'all kiss to make up? Because the last time I remembered all y'all fucking hated each other. And now we're just going to play family and make up because he moved into his dad's house because everybody on the reservation was like, get fucked. But now it's just like, we're going to move back and play a happy family. Yeah, sure. Just pisses me off. I don't know. I forgot about the brother too. See? But I didn't care because like his brother was the one that started shooting at him. So naturally. Well, yes, but that they don't care. That'd be like if somebody shot your brother and killed him and then they were like, you shouldn't care because he shot at them first. You'd still be pissed. It's still your brother. Well, yeah, but it's a show, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Just because they made it seem like Casey was a good guy is how they yeah. shot it and filmed it or whatever. Uh, but, like, we can go down each character here, and I have all of them. Oh, gosh. Like, okay. Are we going to rank them? Like, No, not rank them. We'll just talk about them. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel no. about this character? So all these characters... That's what I'm going to say. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel about them? Uh, like, you know what? Like, I saw this TikTok, and it's this girl. She's like, if you... How many shots do you need yes, to sleep with this? How many shots do you have water. to take? <laughs> yeah. And water was for, for Rip. And I get it. Like, I want to be Rip. Rip is a badass, right? He's got a sweet beard, always wears the shades, hat fits perfect, and he's, he's all just buff. a badass. hundred hiding under his like jackets and stuff and then like he just he runs the fucking ranch and he beats up anybody he wishes like on command right but like if you saw this dude in a bar looking uh, at him outside of being in the character of rip he is a super fucking nerd (laughs) like you yeah you saw this dude and even if he was dressed like rip I guarantee you, like, that same girl that did that would be like, ugh, get the fuck away from here. You ain't got no money. Or something, right? I just, it's weird. And and the same thing, like, I feel the same way about, what's his name? Because she did it for the old country boy that was supposed to die. Oh, yeah. uh, That got out of prison. Uh, So, Walker. Walker, yeah. And for that guy, like, he's a skinny little piece of shit with a funny accent and long hair. I find him to be one of the most annoying characters on the show. I don't find him attractive at all. Um, But just, like, he's supposed to be, like, this country boy who, like, plays country music. And he's just out there, like, fucking ranching. I I mean, 
I like his character, and I think he's funny as fuck. And I don't even think he means to be funny, but he's like, he's like country funny, right? Yeah. Like he's got all these sayings, and then just the way he says it, it's hilarious. Uh, so I like his character, but so for uh, those of you who haven't watched Yellowstone and you're still listening, essentially Yellowstone is about a ranch, and it's a family who owns all this land in Montana. And they're just trying to keep their land as Montana is trying to put in, like, a, like, tourist attraction. They're trying to, like, take the land away. But there's all these side stories, like, there's an uh, Indian reservation close by, and they're like, hey, your ranch used to be our land, and they're going back and forth and all this stuff. Well, John Dutton, who is played by... Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. The man. Um, is, like the dad so he's like that's his ranch he's the top dog and essentially he takes all these wanderers onto the ranch but if you like become a part of the family you get branded with a y like a yellowstone cattle brand on your chest and it brings you into it so otherwise Similar to son- sons of anarchy yeah. like if you got the tattoo for uh soa yeah like, like on- you're a part of it for life same thing right so um it's just there's all these people that come in and out, and then if you, like, fuck with the ranch, then you get taken to the train station, which means they're going to take you to the side of the road and fuck you shit did. you did. Yeah. But Kevin Costner just, his character is, I mean, he's just a good actor in general. It's Kevin Costner. You can't yeah. say anything bad about Kevin Costner. Um, the dude But sometimes a- in the show, I just find myself like, ah, uh, like. I just want you to do this or do that. And I feel like that's with every character, but he does. He plays he plays the role really well. Yeah, it's like cuz he convinces you that that's him. Yeah. Like if you saw him outside of the movie set or anywhere else, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's fucking John Dunn. Like he runs a <laughs> ranch. Like he's the king, right?" Mm-hmm. Casey doesn't do that with his character. No. Like well, Rip does. He commits, yeah. but I mean, he's he's also yes, he like a really good commit actor. You. He's been in a lot of shit, <laughs> uh, so he's a really good actor. I, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything like as close as to a cowboy like how he is now. Mm-hmm. Like he was in Too Fast, Too Furious, and he was the the Latino drug kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> so like to go from that to the like badass cowboy in he Yellowstone. He has been in a bunch of movies and I didn't realize it until I like looked him up and I saw all that he was in and then I was like, "Oh shit, that's the same guy." Like you just wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Um but he does. He plays a, an amazing character on the show. So for like I guess we could talk about Rip, but um Rip on the show is like a kid who was up to no good. He did like some bad shit. I won't go into the whole story, but he did some bad shit. And essentially John Dutton like brought him on to the ranch and raised him like with his own kid. So he is like the number one ranch hand on the ranch or whatever. He doesn't like run the ranch, but he like runs the ranch hands. He's like number one ranch hand or whatever. Um, He's a manager. Yeah. But he's still out there grinding, like doing all this shit. Yeah. And he's, Boinking the daughter. <laughs> Boinking? <laughs> you act like we don't cuss on here or say crude shit. <laughs> Boinking. They was having relations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rip's just a badass. Uh, it's like, if you fight anybody, you fight me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to fight Rip. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is. He's just, uh, he's just a good character. Like it, I don't think the show would be the same without him. Like, if I tried to think, like, okay, what if he wasn't there? What if, like, Lloyd was the number one ranch hand, you know? That'd be weird. It just, the show wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't have the same demeanor. Yeah, he's one of the characters that you have to keep on. Like, if yeah. you don't have him, the show's just going to lose. He's, like, in in the in the show The Ranch, uh, what's his Rooster. name? Rooster. He's, like, Rooster. Once Rooster left, it was just, like, all right, this show's going downhill. Yeah. Uh, but we th- still watch it. <laughs> yeah, we so yeah, you have to, right? But it's kind of like it's just not the same and mm-hmm. you don't look forward to it as much as you did when Rooster was on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be the same with uh Kevin Costner if he wasn't on the show, like he he makes the show. Yeah. 
He's just a badass. Then there's Beth Dutton. She's my main thing. She's what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, my gosh. I Look, I can't stand her. She's somebody you want on your team, but... You can't stand her, like, on the show or just her character or her in general? No, her, her character, like, on the show. Yeah. I can't... Oh, no. I, can't, I don't understand how nobody's... What? Stop. Oh, messing with the blanket? <laughs> you just keep covering your mouth so I can't hear you. Because that's, like that's how frustrated I am with her. <laughs> like, I can't... Nobody... She's a badass, right? But I don't understand she how... She gives no fuck She has anything. not, like, gotten her ass beat or, sh- like, anything. They try to blow her up. She... uh, <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert. They try to blow her up. She can't... Somehow survived. Get it? She's a main character, so you got to bring her back. But but in that thing, they tried to kill literally every person on the show, and none of yes. them died. So, But, like, just the way she carries herself, and I don't know, maybe it's because she's got a lot of money. Like, or she's got, like, the Dutton name that she just she can just act like that and nobody would do anything to her. But it's just, it amazes me, like, somebody just hasn't snapped and just knocked her out. Slit her throat. Like, yeah, I feel like... And I don't know, like, I guess I just read too many, like, books or, uh, like, romantic novels or whatever. But typically in storylines, when it's, like, one daughter raised around, like, raised with no mom, just by the dad, with brothers only, like, around all dudes, that's typically, like, the demeanor of the character. It's just, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a... Pretty much, like, I'm one of the dudes, and there's not shit you're going to say that's going to, like, affect me. And that's kind of where her character goes. Like, her mom passed away when she was a young kid, um, and then all this other shit happened. So she was just had her brothers and all the ranch hands. So. I mean, I get that, but, like, she's never been to prison for all the shit that she's done. But none uh, of them have. Well, yeah. I mean, you just don't like her because she's a woman doing it. No. Because Jamie's the same, and I feel like you don't like him, but you don't have the same disdain for him as you do for Biff. And he's literally the same fucking character with a wiener. No, he's just, he's a pansy. He like, does all the same shit she does. He, he does, and I, look don't, at you him. I don't like him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just what I'm saying, like Rip. Like Rip, he's like, he took care of that motherfucker with the rattlesnake. How has somebody not had the same disdain for her do that to to her? Right? I mean, yeah. Like with the people they fuck with, like some something like that has to happen, right? Uh but I mean, it evened out when they try to take all of them out. So, I guess it does happen, mm-hmm. well, at least within the show. Yeah, I just I feel like the people who don't like her are all dudes. Like I'm just throwing this out here. Um I feel like the majority of people who don't like her character are dudes. And I think it's just because, like, she's such a raging bitch. <laughs> she is. And she is. And, I mean, I love her character. Like, I think she does an amazing job at it. I think, um, like, you you never guess what you're going to get with her as a character. Like, it's always black and white. Like, this is who she is, and she's not changing no matter the circumstance or the position she's in. Do I see, like where people would find her annoying yes but i also see people in the show that are literally like her quote-unquote brother jamie on the show um he's literally the same person as her except he's a dude and people dislike him but not to the level that they dislike her i think what also gets me is like you never know how she's like so they give you a backstory of like how she's successful right she's uh 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 a hedge fund manager? Yeah, I don't know. That's not like the that. right thing. Something with like money, managing yeah. money, right? But you can never, like there's never a scene, there's never an episode that's like dedicated to her and how she came up or like just became a badass at that. It's always her just talking shit and you knowing that she made moves. But you never see how that happened as opposed to like everybody else here. Mm-hmm. Like you see John Dunn and it shows his past and how he came up and, and the things he had to do. I disagree. I feel like you just didn't pay attention because it tells all that about her. So when what? she was a kid, like it starts all the way back to when her mom died and everybody blamed her for her mom dying. 
Right. Okay, That's not so, what I'm talking about. I know, but listen. So her mom died, and so she was in like this big depression. She left to go to college, got her degree, and then she got a job at that firm, which I forgot the name but of. But it, it never shows her do her job. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you see Rip and how he handles the bunkhouse and the ranch. You see all the other cowboys, how they're handling the ranch. But don't you Ro- remember the episode when they were, like, trying to buy land and she was, like, buying stocks and buying stocks and buying stocks and then she just sold them all to, like, cripple the company? No, I guess that. She it did does show. Stocks. And you don't pay attention because you dislike her. It I has can. shown. I did, but I mean that was another reason. Like I didn't like Jamie. Like they showed him at the, the very first episode where he was doing his lawyer thing, and then after that, it was just like he's running for whatever office. District attorney. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that bitch, <laughs> and I don't like him either. And Casey Wait. just pisses me off because Casey just like, oh man. It would seem like you hate the show. <laughs> it would seem like that, but I I love it. I love the show, and uh, like. If you put somebody else in, in Casey's place, like, I don't think they would do – nobody can play him now, now yeah. that, like, Casey's in there. But <clears throat> sometimes you look at Casey, and he just seems, like, lost. Like, not lost like he's, he's – uh, like, he doesn't belong, but lost like little kid lost. Yeah. Uh, if that makes any sense. And I see, I was like, man, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – uh. I don't know. I mean, I love the show, and I like all the characters except, like, Casey's wife I find super annoying. Um, Yes, she's... I just... I feel like we could sit here and talk about it for hours, but you won't understand, like, fully until you watch it. And everyone talked about it, like... Well, not everyone, but a lot of people talked about the show. And finally, I think it was my dad or Shane somebody who got us to like convince to watch it um and we like bought the first season on um amazon and it was just like hooked i don't even like typically it'll take me a couple episodes to get into a show excuse me but after the first one like i was sold hell yeah like it gets you right from the beginning yeah uh it was badass look i'm looking at, at other females on the show i like teeter you, I can't understand the damn thing that girl's saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's badass. I don't like uh, the other girl, Laramie, the one that's always just... Uh, hooking up Walker? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was a weird twist into the show that they did. Um, and thinking back on it now, I can see, like, why the show went that way now. But I still think it's weird. Um, so essentially... They have this guy that comes onto the... I don't even know how he got there. Jimmy? Yeah, he was the meth head. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he owed the guy's money. He went there to get a job. I do remember. Okay, so... No, he was a meth head, and Rip took him in because John Dunn... He wasn't a meth head. They were doing... They were making meth in his trailer. He, like, owed those guys money. Both. I think he was He was a meth head. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. But, like, uh, he's family to somebody that John Dutton's close to. Yeah. So anyways, like he comes on the farm and then he like sucks at everything or on the ranch and he sucks at everything. Like he can't ranch. He can't ride. He can't rope. He can't fucking clean. He just is a whole shit show. (laughs) Well, essentially they figure out like the one thing he's good at is just like staying on a Mustang to like break it. Just like holding on for dear life and riding it until like it gets tired of bucking around and it, it's like broken um and so the one twist that i found it wasn't even a twist i just thought it was a stupid way to take the show was when he like hooked up with a barrel racer and then the barrel racers came back and then the bunkhouse was like flooded with these barrel racers they were living on the ranch not making money not paying bills not doing anything just like at the ranch training with their barrel horses which was just a weird thing because, like, nobody stays on the ranch for free. People are, like, busting their ass from sunup to sundown. And these bitches are just, like, fucking hanging out. <laughs> and so I didn't really, like, understand it. But then later on, when he tries to turn the ranch to horses, he does that through the 
the horses with the guy for the barrel racers. Like all that is kind of interconnected. Um, I don't think those girls had anything to do with that. Well, I don't think they had anything to do with it, but that the guy, the creator of the show, who is like the guy who's buying horses for the ranch because the ranch is turning it, um, he like raced with those girls or he like worked with those girls' horses or something. Like, I don't think they're interconnected, but like it kind of brought the horses onto the ranch before they started doing like what we're going to do is create a champion bloodline for Yellowstone. Um, I still thought it was a stupid turn. Like, I feel like you could have did it different other than being like, Hey, these bitches are just going to come live on the ranch and like screw all the ranch hands. Um, but yeah, as far as like teeters, the only one, like the only female in the bunkhouse where I'm like, that bitch is crazy as hell, but like she's sun up to sundown out there getting it. Yeah. So, I mean, the last episode, I just got frustrated because they tried to kick like all the girls off the ranch uh, or all the girls out of the bunkhouse just because it's turned into a shit show. And um, I was so mad for her because I think I like listed them all off during the episode, but I'm like, this bitch has been like grinding every day. She fucking got stomped to death, like almost to death in the damn creek. She got like drowned. Her face got busted open from like one of John Dutton's competitors um, was like in the hospital, did all this shit. And then they were like, nah, pack your shit. Cause you're a chick. And I'm like, She's almost died multiple times for this ranch, and you're just going to be like, fuck you, because you have a giant Like, get out of here. But, I don't know. She's she's something. But she wears the brand, so she got to stay. She does. I don't know. This show is... It's crazy. It's really good. I don't... If it wasn't for Kevin Costner and, and Cole Hauser, so John Dunn and Rip, I don't, I don't think I'd be interested. Those two are just badasses. <laughs> I think, like, you're used to them being the character. But I feel like if it was other characters, same storyline, you would be just invested. Maybe. I don't know. Because you can't compare the unknown to the known. I could compare Kevin Costner to the unknown because he's one of a kind. But, I mean, okay, like, I, I'm horrible with names. But, like, who's somebody else who's played, like, Cowboy? Like, what if it was the dad from the ranch? Who was that guy? He couldn't play John Dutton. He could play, like, Lloyd. But why couldn't he play John Dutton? Because right now, the only person you see is John Dutton is Kevin Costner. Because when you talk to that dude, he doesn't give off the, yeah, I own a lot of shit, and I know how to make moves, and I will fuck you up because I'm a badass motherfucking cowboy. Okay. He says more like, don't fuck with me because I grind all the time. You just see him as the dad from the ranch. I do. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, Kevin Costner is awesome in the show, obviously. But I feel like right now, it's that's what you know. Like, you know John Dutton is Kevin Costner. So you can't, like, it's hard to imagine someone else being in that position because you already, like, your mind is set on it being Kevin Costner. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but... It's like the lesser of the unknowns. Like, you know he does good at it, so you don't want it to change. That's true. I, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dad from Friday Night Lights. Country singer. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. He did pretty good, like, being the grandpa. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see that new show that's coming out. So, for those of you who don't know, there's a spinoff of Yellowstone, which is like, old school Yellowstone, how they like came to acquire the ranch and like build it up to being Yellowstone. Uh, and it looks bad as <laughs> it looks really good. I don't know what it's called though. Um, you know, when, when I see Kevin Costner and him playing this role, John Dutton, like I can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not sympathize or empathize. I can relate to that kid. The, the homeless kid that they brought in. Oh, yeah. Where he's just like, I want to be him. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another thing that, like, so on this new season, <laughs> I just feel like people are going to listen to this and not watch Yellowstone. Like, people who haven't watched Yellowstone are going to listen to this. And you're just going to get, like, so many spoilers. So I hope you're not yeah. doing that. But um, the kid they bring in every episode, I just get more and more mad 
that he's been there for now going on, what, seven, six episodes? Yeah. And, like, he's been wearing the same clothes the whole time. Like, just give him a new fucking t-shirt. Oh, fuck that kid. You see how he acted when she tried yes, to get him Yes, but then, I know, and then I think, like, she took him to the store and he caused the whole scene. But they that, that kid, like, they treat him so shitty. He's like, fuck this place. Just put me in a foster care system. Like, fuck you. Fuck this place. Like, I'm don't, like, this isn't a life. I would rather be in foster care. And, like, it sucks, but I also think back to, like, Rip. Like, Rip probably had to go through all that shit to be, like, where he is on the ranch now. Yeah. And now he's moving into the Dagon Lodge. Into the Lodge. That's what it's called. He's family. That fucking blows my mind. Like, (laughs) all right, like, now he's he's with Beth. Right? Beth's her name? So, like, now he's family. But all the other shit that he did for the past 40 years doesn't make him family. Well, why don't you feel that way about Lloyd? He's been there longer than Rip. Yeah, but he's not the main guy. He's been there longer than Rip. He's not the main guy. Was he there longer than Rip? Yes, because that's what, remember when he was, like, being mean to him? He's like, don't forget what he did for you. If that's the case, like, um, well, I don't know, because he gave him the house, but still. He gave him his whole ass own house. And invited him into the lodge, but you know what he told Lloyd? Rough it in the bunkhouse, kid. But like, I mean, it's. I think it has to do like it's family. Like, are you in the family or not? And technically, no. You're just a ranching. Yeah. Well, but I mean, Lloyd. He's where he's at, and at some point, Rip overtook Lloyd. So yeah. I mean, that says something about Lloyd. And I guess it says something about Rip, too. We're making up all these backstories like this should actually happen. But <laughs> whatever. It's just... We're just giving our perception of it. One of those things to look at. Yeah. Uh, it's like those crazy fan theories or whatever. Another person on the show that I just find super annoying. And I didn't want to talk about it, but I'm going to anyway. So, like, hopefully I don't offend any of you guys. But... The chief of the Indian Reservation, like the guy who took over. Native Americans. Um, I just find it annoying that he's the person who is fighting so hard. Like, you took our land and blah, blah, blah. And his backstory is oh, yeah. he, like, grew up super privileged in California, went to some, like, super hippie California school and then moved to Montana where he has literally never lived in his entire life. And he, he's now like the chief of a native American tribe. And he's like, this is our land and you guys owe this to me. And it's like, you've literally never fucking been here. And now like after you're done being a hippie in California, you want to be like, you owe me something because I'm Native American. I wonder and I mean, if that's something they did on purpose to, like, prove a point. Maybe. Because that is weird. Like, why Why the fuck? I mean, maybe, but I do. Like, every time that he says something and he's like, this this was, like, my people's land, I just get mad. Like, <laughs> like you're from California. Go back to California. <laughs> um, And I know I shouldn't because I get it. It's like, a cultural thing it's not like him individually but it's like this guy came from nowhere like he's he didn't grow up there he's not part of the tribe he wasn't ever on the reservation he just showed up and was like because of my bloodline i'm in charge now or whatever um and i just find it annoying i get so angry it is it is kind of frustrating like bro you just I, i don't know i guess it's better – how am I trying to say this? I'm trying to relate it to me because like, it's better than not ever knowing, like, your real self, right? Yeah. But then, I don't know, he's trying to take over the whole thing. And it, I don't know how he got rich. Like, did it say how he got rich? Um, I, I don't remember. No, I think he, he, in, he inherited the casino. So no. I think it was, like, inheritance money. I don't think he was, like, balling before. Uh, well, I don't remember, though chief thomas or something like that um but yeah i guess him it would be like me being born in el paso so in the united states and growing up my entire life in the united states going to like mexico and trying to claim like hey all this belongs to me or whatever or 
I don't know. Something weird. I guess that's not the same, but... Yeah, it's just... I mean, I'll relate it, and this is, like, in no way, like, a, a good relation, but it's like if a cartel boss had a, a kid in America and the cartel boss dies and then that kid from America who's ever only lived here goes back to Mexico and they're like, okay, now I'm in charge of the cartel. Like technically, yes, you are now in charge of the cartel because of your bloodline, but literally nobody respects you and nobody takes you fucking serious. And that's how I feel like it is in the show. Like not the same cause it's not cartel, but like, like you didn't grow up here. You don't know anything about our people, and now you just show up because of your bloodline and think you run shit? Like, nobody fucking takes you... You know who everybody takes serious? The guy with the long ponytail braids. Everybody takes him serious. Like, he grew up there. He knows the people. He knows all the issues they're facing. And every time something happens, he's like, stop being fucking stupid. Let's do this instead. He's, He's a tracker, and he knows how to kill people. Exactly. He grew up there. That is... Like, he's the real person, and then the other uh-huh. guy's just like a fucking the so show this face. thing has like an actual bio of him, oh of like the... The character? The fictional Chief Rainwater, and it says, uh, Rainwater wasn't raised on the reservation and thought he was of Mexican descent until he was 18. See, like, how fucking annoying, and now you're in charge. But he got an MBA from Harvard. He had an internship at a PR firm representing the American Petroleum Institute. Then he went to work for Merrill Lynch. Yeah. God, I just... His character just annoys me. And I know it shouldn't because it doesn't fucking matter, but it just does. Like, there's just no... Well, there's some controversy around, uh, what's her name? Uh, Casey's wife? Yeah, she's fucking annoying too. Um, But because she's... Like, so she's playing a Native American uh, character, but she's Chinese, half Chinese and half Native American or something like that. Oh, I don't care like what their nationality is in real life. Like, whatever. You're playing a character. But she just does dumb shit. Like, when the guy was going around killing like the Native American girls, she's like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to stand on the side of the road by myself and lure this fucking serial killer in. Like... You're not going to tell anybody you're doing that. You're just going to do that shit on your own. Like, bitch, you just went into a mad-ass depression because somebody shot at you. But you weren't depressed when you was fucking posting up hood rat hoochie mama on the side of the road getting a serial killer to chase you down. (laughs) It's all Casey's fault. That's what she said. I know. And then they got that dog. They just named it Dog. That made me mad, too. You can't just name a dog Dog. That's pretty cool. No, it's not. He said he came with the house. <laughs> but yeah, there's just, there's so much that happens on the show. I mean, it's like we've literally sat here and complained for what, like 45 minutes. But the show is really good. Like I'm so invested in it. And I just, there's only like three episodes left in this season. Um, and it took a long time. When did season three end? I don't know. Google it. Like, when did season three stop? Because it was a long time before season four came out. I don't know, but I know I want to be Rip. (laughs) When you grow up? (laughs) Yeah. Shane was Rip for Halloween. But, I mean, he's got, like, Rip's body. He's all big and shit. (laughs) June 21st, 2020. Season three of Yellowstone started airing. So, you think, like... July of 2020, it took over, well, yeah, like a year and a half for the next season to come out. Can you imagine? We're going to have to wait a year. We waited three months, and I fucking hated it. If there's another season, this might be the final season. There's got to be another season. I don't believe that there's going to be another season. Yeah, it's Or I don't so believe m- that it's ending. It's gained, it's gained so much popularity. This, yeah. There's probably going to be another season. I mean, I'm sure it costs, like, a lot of money to film just because it's so fucking nuts but um the show like like just what's happening on the show like john's running for governor like jamie's wife just or jamie's ex-girlfriend or whatever just brought the baby back onto the show um 
Beth just took over that whole fucking business so that she could fire that one guy. <laughs> that was bad. Like, like, there's just so much shit happening that they can't be like, unless they Game of Thrones it in the last episode, it's a complete fucking shiny turd. They very well could. I'll be so, I'm stopping watching TV if they do that. <laughs> I've never been so mad on a season finale as I was for Game of Thrones. God, that was the worst. <laughs> but yeah. They should have just ended it at the, at the Battle of Winterfell. Winterfell? Winterfell. Winterfell. Yeah. The War of the Bastards. It was, oh man, like, I wanted to start rewatching the show, but it's just, there's so many, like, there's so much to watch, and it's just not something we can watch with the kids around, so. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're like, sneaking in a little bit of an episode here and there when the kids aren't around, but it's, it's not something that, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Yellowstone's not something that I'll watch while the kids are around, like, we typically watch that after they go to bed, just because it's. It's one episode. Yeah. And it's, man, craziness. But, yeah. Good show. Invest your time into it. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's worth a watch. For sure. But I think we can stop complaining about Yellowstone. I wasn't complaining. I was stating factual data. Stating factual data about a fictional show. Based on my own opinions. (laughs) Based on your own opinions. Um. If I've learned anything as an instructor, it's facts are based on opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That show is freaking awesome, and the characters are great, even though we complained a bunch about them. Um, They tie the whole show together, but, man, like, to see all the shit that they go through, I would never be able to live a life like that. It's just the fullest constant stress, always worrying about something. Could you live under constant stress if you were doing something every day that you love with your whole body? But you don't get to do that. That's what they're doing, though. No. They're just ranching. He doesn't get to enjoy. How how many times does he ranch? Very little. You know what he does? He rides that horse every single morning because that's the only chance he gets to actually ranch or do something related to ranching. He goes up and sits in that hot tub. Yeah, he rides trails or whatever it is, and he comes back, and it's back to fucking making deals and dealing with all the other shit that he has to deal with. Yeah, and but that's because he's enjoy, the boss, man. And you can't enjoy You can just be ripped and punch ranch. people in the face, throw rattlesnakes at him. Yeah. That was such a badass scene. He's like, I got something in here for you. He shook it up and got it all pissed off. What if it, like, he fucked up, and he accidentally turned it, and it bit him? And then... He's not that stupid. He's ripped. <laughs> Of course he's ripped. He is a softie with the Mustangs, though. He takes them to the, the, you know, when the horses, when John Dutton's like, hey, they're just not going to work out. Go get rid of them. And he takes them to, like, the the Mustang range or whatever, the wild range, and sets them free. Yeah. Instead of. <laughs> he's, a, he's a guy that got feelings. He just, he can't, he can't show them because he's got to hold his position as. As a bad motherfucker. Gross. <laughs> they work together, though. Yeah. But okay, I'll quit. All right. Let's stop it there. All right. You got anything else? Peace out, Cub Scouts. All right. We won't be late next week. <laughs> we won't be late next week. Uh, all right. And we'll get guests for sure. I don't know about Not next week. Sure. But we'll, but we get, we'll, have, get, we we'll get guests soon. All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye.